This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. From Millsy sent this tweet. Big fan of Spits and Suds. Millsy, we truly appreciate you uh, listening and supporting us. How do the stars get Mason Marchment going? First place problems, but this acquisition hasn't gone as well as I thought it would. So I said this at the time of Mason Marchment. I like him as a player, Sean. My concern was... The year in Florida was the same year that Florida was setting records for scoring, and he was a third-line player. I questioned if that was a part of the Florida team and their offensive scheme or if it was Mason Marchment. I love how he plays. I love the size. I think the size and physicality he has brought has taken pressure off of Jamie Benn. So I'm not against this, but it does pose a question because, well, I'll say this. Pete DeBoer after was asked about Dennis Gurionov, who I think since his absence has played really well. And he says, yeah, keep going. Keep going, Dennis. Keep going. And, you know, I wish he would say like, yeah, Dennis is really, you know, is good. I understand Dennis is a situation, but I think the question of Mason Marchment, like what are you doing to get him going? I think that question needs to be asked, and I want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, um, I mean, we still don't know what Marchman is, right? Like yeah. I, the thing, the, the thing for me that's just really interesting is, so he had the forty-seven point season in Florida last year. He played fifty-four games. Um, he as on the NHL level, he has played. This is he's about to play his fifty-third and fifty-fourth game this week, and he's gonna, he's going to hit it for lack of a better word he's going to hit a wall that he's never hit before like he's never played like as as much as like that was the market for him he was getting that type of contract offer from carolina as well um so that's what the market was to get him in here but he's never like i pulled up his elite prospects page right now so 54 games last season was the most he's played in the nhl the year before that he played 33 in florida 2019 20 between 34 combined between the NHL and the AHL, 44 in the AHL the year before, 44 in the AHL the year before that, 44 games between, holy cow, he's played a lot of 44 game seasons, 44 games <laughs> between 2016-17 between the AHL and the ECHL. Uh, like as a pro, he's never played this many games. And he did it last year in Florida on a team that was coming along and when you know it's a shorter season and when not a shorter season but when you're but when you know that you're dealing with um like uh when you're dealing with a good team and everything like that like it's easy to kind of chug along and not hit that wall um the 
like I maybe this is like it's just the question of, of Marchman. Like he came out with like gangbusters. He was great. And that looked like it was an extension of what happened in Florida last season. Maybe that was just a hot start. And this is more of who he is. And like we I don't know the answer to that. And obviously the stars for the investment that they put into this guy certainly hope that I'm wrong in that assessment, but there is a legitimate possibility that this is who Mason Marchman is. Mm-hmm. He's he's 27. As I said earlier, I talk about guys hitting their primes at 23, 24. Mason Marchman, when he was 23, 24 years old, was still bouncing back and forth between the NHL and the AHL. So maybe this is who Mason Marchman is. I hope I'm wrong, Yeah, but it's also a possibility. And, like that, it's just a, it's just, and your, yeah. your opinion and others' opinion of him is kind of fogged up based on the start he had in the first few games, especially that you know start he mm-hmm. had with all the goals. Yeah. And people are like, all right, here we go. What a signing. And, and I'll say yeah. this. I mean, he plays hard. Um, you know, he goes at the net. He's had opportunities, uh, just missed scoring a goal the other night. So, um, yeah, it, it's just one of those things where, you know, if you're going to play on those top lines, you got to get on the scoring sheet on a more regular basis. The other thing is, is he does take penalties. So, um, you know, I don't think it's cost the stars because they've been good on the kill. Uh, however, you know, it, it's one of those things where uh, of the stars players, he's up there as far as penalties. So, Let's hope he can uh, get going. That, and, and that's actually uncommon this year. That's something interesting because, like, I look at his career, and even if with him being a more physical player, he's never really been a bit of heavy penalty minute guy. Actually, like, he had he would get fifty three with Florida last year. Which really think about that. That's like comes down to maybe one every other game. You got he like even in the OHL, he had, like he's never really even been a big penalty minute guy too. So that's yeah. actually almost the more frustrating thing. But that's also something that's reflected of the stars in general too. I think of they're committing way they do. They are committing too many penalties as a group, and he's part of that problem. Yeah. And a great question, Milsey. And if you want to ask any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at GJ Spittle. And uh, I'm happy as well as Sean to answer your questions or we put them on the podcast. And I like what Milsey said, first place problems. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's that, fair. That totally. All right. Let's get to the D magazine article that just came out. Yeah penned by our own Sean Shapiro, which says Pete DeBoer is doing all the little things in the stars turnaround. So um, interesting where you talked about lessening Jamie Ben's minutes and how DeBoer did it and crafted it to, um, you know, the conversation. I I thought it was an interesting article because you're telling a captain, you're telling a star, Hey, you're going to play less more. You're going to play you're going to play less, but you're going to become more effective. That's not always the easiest conversation to have. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride-or-die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. 
Exclusions apply. Yeah, and, it, and it's something too where just like, and Pete even laid it out in that piece. And as when he and I spoke about it, it's you go, there's a lot of veteran players, there's a lot of resumes in this league. And we, how many times do we hear about veteran players? They, they get the benefit of the doubt, things like that, where you would have gone and said, and they, they basically, they basically would have said, F that. I'm not going to go play on the third line with some kid. Like that would have been a, like, that happens in hockey. I mean, I know we all like to be like, like, oh, it's a video game. You can plug guys in. No, there's guys who are around the NHL who wouldn't do what Jamie Ben is doing. And the fact that Pete was willing to do that, and the fact Jamie Ben was willing to basically co-sign his demotion by promotion in a way, just unlocked so many other things for Pete DeBoer with his stars roster. I think DeBoer, like when DeBoer came in, I'll be honest, I was a little bit. I was like, I was very mad about the hire when he came in. DeBoer was someone who I was like, okay, he's been around the NHL. He's fine. But is this really like you're ditching Rick bonus for this guy? Is this really, this is very meh for me. But looking at it now, looking at how things have played out, it's, I was wrong about that. And I'll say I'm, I was wrong about that. Like DeBoer has the this is the spot where you needed a tweaker. You needed a guy who was going to come in and make tweaks and make the small fixes. And I, and that's who DeBoer is. And that's how he's been able to come in. He's been able to um, work things around and he's been, and he's done a great job of realizing that a team is a sum of its parts, as opposed to giving an image of what it has to be and forcing everyone into square into, into, into individual boxes. I think that's something that, I, Pete deserves more does he deserves more credit for that and also he deserves some more credit from like beginning of the season I'll be, I I was very meh about the hire and I was wrong so good on Nil Jim Nil and the stars for, for for doing so yeah and you can check that article out on D magazine and please uh, support Sean in that cause that's wonderful I did want to ask about the line combos because mm-hmm. you, you were looking at Mason Marchment Radic Fox and Tyler Sagan and then we just talked about Ben on that third line and that's why I wanted to talk about that with Wyatt Johnson and Delandria. Has do you think there's been talk about moving Wyatt Johnston temporarily up to the second line to to help uh, Sagan and Marchment? Uh, or is it just one of those things where I, you know, because here's here's why I'm wishy washy. I'd love to have a good opinion on this, but I love that third line. Like when that third yeah. line comes on the ice, uh, you know, I'm excited. In fact. Uh, you know, minute wise, they might be the third line, but I kind of consider that the second line. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I think you don't, uh, I don't think you mess with that part right there. I think if anything, there's a space where maybe if we get, if you get Garyanov going and everything like that, maybe you give Denny another try up there. Like maybe you, tr- maybe you play around with getting, with shifting Sagan kind of back to the middle, moving Foxa down, getting Garyanov up there. Like maybe that, but like, I think it's it's kind of the whole like what is it? It's like there's like I think I remember there's like there's something from like like Sun Tzu and the Art of War or something like that. It's like when you strengthen one place, you weakened another. And so like I think you kind of you you know your strength there. And I think you want to keep that. You want to keep you don't want to take away from that group and its flow. Like mess within a game here or there. Okay, it wouldn't be the end of the world. But I I, I like having a three-pronged attack i like having that where you can build that way and i think maybe with guriana is really impressing and really playing well 
maybe the solution is sliding Sagan back to the middle, moving Gary on up and seeing what happens. Like, I just wonder if that's a possibility too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Trade deadline and odds of James Van Riemsdyk, who currently plays for Philadelphia team after trade deadline, staying with the flyers, 41.6% next the Dallas stars at 16%. So I wanted to throw that, uh, that's pen- betpennsylvania.com analyzed it and wanted to throw that out there. I like the veteran. I think he's a big body. I think he can score your goals. Got a good net presence. I uh, don't know if they can make it work. Don't know what Philadelphia is going to ask for. Um, but they, they, they really, the highest odds really had him staying in Philly. Yeah. 41 percent, 40, uh, almost 42% followed by Calgary, Vegas, uh, with the stone injury, Vegas might move up. Uh, yeah, Toronto, I, and then the field had thirteen point six percent. Yeah, I, I just I don't I, I see very little chance of him staying in Philly. He's a UFA who's how old is he now? He's thirty three. He's a UFA who's thirty three and is making like that would be malpractice by by Hextall if he uh by Ron yeah. Hextall if he doesn't if he doesn't move him. So I, I I have a very hard time seeing him not getting moved. Um, I. His season this year is, I, I think he. I mean, he could boost. I think he could boost the Stars lineup. He could. He could. He could help. He could come in and play on that second line right away. And and then all of a sudden we have that what we we're just talking about before, and you're moving and, and and it's getting better in that solution. So I wouldn't be opposed to a Van Riemsdyk trade. I I would be weary of what the cost is. Yeah. Just because I think it's when when you're dealing with rentals and overpaying and everything like that i mean the stars don't have the um they already traded it for a first round pick for nils lundquist right so you gotta yeah. remember you're already dealing from a slightly depleted hand anyway so i would uh i would just be careful of what the return is and i and it's something where i go back to with the stars team like i think there are players to go after and i think there's things to look at but i also think you just have to be careful about making the right move because it is a team that is playing very well and is going to be a tough out and is going to be a threat in the playoffs. And you just want to make sure you're not um, some, I, I just always go back to sometimes the best moves are the ones you don't make. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely.